Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you. And enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, this is a podcast and I'm here with. Andres Martinez Drez. Woo! Heck yeah, dude. Uh, okay, yeah. Now go ahead, dude. What's up, brother? How you been? Uh, dude, I've been I've been good, man. Just like like getting like uh hanging out and uh that's basically it. What about you? Yeah, man, same here. Um uh, I guess I, I'll be open up a little bit. I just going through a little uh custody battle personally oh, with my kid, but uh yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh but other than that, I'm doing well. I can't complain, man. Uh, life's life is always a learning lesson, but a blessing for sure. Heck yeah, dude! Like, d- dude, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That that that's such a bummer. Like, I know if I, I, dude, I have a son myself, and like, if I if I was going through that, I'd be like, dude, this tr- like just even thinking about it like bums me out. So, dude, I'm sorry. Hopefully, like everything goes really well, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I, I so far it's going okay. Uh, okay. The tide seems to be turning, and I'm I, I I'm praying I get my rights back. So oh damn, it's a long story, but yeah, yeah. I don't mean to start off the whole of the podcast like on a damper, but it's just kind of I just thought I'd be honest and open up what's going on and stuff. No, dude. To me, like that, that's all. It's it like again, it, that's a, such a bummer. But I'm I'm glad opening up is dope, dude. That's sick. Like and to know that like you're like for me like to for someone to like be willing to share that is such a huge thing so i think that's so dope dude cool man well i appreciate you uh reciprocating it well and just uh feeling me you know what i mean yeah of course anyway. dude dude and then like dude okay so like like you were you were saying like that you just got back from the gym so how long have you been doing that because like in in my head like i've been listening to some podcasts and they're 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 always like talking about the gym and it seems so like interesting and that i i want to start doing it but i just wouldn't know what to start doing so what made you want to start like going to the gym um that's a funny question that's a cool question um i i played football in high school so that's kind of kickstarted my like i guess gym like like me liking the gym in some sense i was re- even in football i was like man i hate training yeah. but um long story short high school ended uh like maybe a year or two after i had some friends over in old high old high school football buddies and one of my buddies was mentioning to me like we were just smoking weed and stuff hanging out and he's like hey buddy are you okay i'm like yeah uh you don't you seem like you're doing some hardcore drugs or something you lost a lot of weight you look really skinny so i don't know since that since that like question that statement he said i I just like, there's no way I'm going to just look skinny and look like I'm on drugs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I just, I, that's when it really kickstarted being like a little serious. And I don't know, I don't know how long ago that was. Maybe, fuck, I don't know, maybe seven years ago or a little bit less, maybe six years ago, five. Um, but just more recently, brother, I've been this, after COVID, I've been like hitting it. Once the gyms opened up, I've been hitting it every day. Oh, damn. So, really? um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just a, something that's been helping me because I've been going through that custody battle, but then also COVID hit, you know, and uh, 
uh, it just helps me mentally. So now I've been going in a way where it's, it's a habit. You know, if I don't go, it's, it really fucks with me. Oh, wow, dude. That it's so crazy because I always feel like it would be like, like, I mean, basically since like music is like deleted out of the world right now, like it seems like that would be like another way to like have that release because like you could like do what, like do everything there, what you basically would be doing live. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, brother, you know, in, in a way, um, because, you know, it just depends on the training you do. I do a lot of free weight lifting. I don't really do cardio. Oh, okay. I work, I work, I, I do, I do have a nine to five job, which is a construction job. And, um, and I'm like constantly on my feet, walking around, crouching, swooping, and everything. So I'm like kind of doing cardio in a way there. Oh, but, okay. Um, trying to gain weight. I, I'm at like 165. I want to gain 10 more pounds, but because of my, activities in my routines like i burned a lot of calories and um it's hard to gain weight for me damn dude like and uh, you know what's funny is that like whenever i like, i've always heard people like yeah dude i, I want to gain weight and like and that's always people that are like working out and in my head i'm like but why why but then i i know that like it's to like build the mass so you can then build more muscle is that is that correct yeah okay. that's exactly correct like yeah just to get more yeah more mass pretty much and, and it just kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like, I didn't want to be skinny more, buck 45, buck. I was, yeah, I was, I was like a, 145 pounds and uh, sometimes less. But yeah, I just got tired of feeling light and uh, not being able to be strong. And especially with the work I do, sometimes you got to push your own weight. So, yeah. uh, you know, um, but anyways, yeah. So, so that's pretty much it why I want to gain weights because uh, just put on that, I guess, that mass. That's the only way. I don't want to get fat. I want to at least put on muscle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, no, of course. No, like that's that's awesome because like again, like like I'm I'm glad like you just brought that up right off the bat because like I've been really thinking about it. Like I said, I was listening to podcasts and they've been like talking like the way these two people were talking about it made me think like, damn, that just seems like it's like fun to do. And plus like getting like 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 I get yeah stronger and then also getting more defined like that just seems even cooler so like yeah it is it is fun brother like uh um it, ultimately the beginning of it all at the end of the day I mean like you really just do it for yourself there's no one else and you show up for yourself Heck. um and the, and the results you'll see it's like yeah I worked that I worked for that and you know what I mean you start seeing the the transformation and whatnot and it's addicting it's like the most healthiest addiction in this world <laughs> dude that's so dope dude that's so cool <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i'm really addicted to it <laughs> dude, that's cool though man like I, I i love hearing that like that's like it, 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 it i don't know it, it's such like a a cool thing to hear I, I i really i do really like that and then but dude like i like like tra like a basically hard transition but like what uh i i what like what I wanted to know is like, dude, I saw that uh, like Traditions is having another single come out. So is that like coming out this month or like next month? Or uh, <laughs> that's backstory, funny backstory. That was supposed to come out last month in April. Oh, I thought uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it sucks. It's a bummer, man. I wanted I, I, this song's called FP. It's a new single. It's it's a quick banger and i love it and i I'm kind of bummed out it's not uh released yet but we will release it i think at the end of this month may we're just waiting for it to be mastered oh okay uh, our plans fell through with uh daniel castleman he he mastered and mixed and recorded our last ep so um or i'm sorry 
he just mastered our last EP. He didn't mix. Oh, okay. He, he didn't record. He just mastered it. But anyways, he was supposed to master this single. Uh, he kind of t- went on hiatus by the time it was finished mixed. And so we, we kind of like s- are scrambling around to see who can master it. But now, so basically our bass player, Dan, uh-huh. he has, uh, he worked his, he worked up to his, like building his own studio at home. And now he has like his own you know, home studio accepting bands to come and record. What? It's called Dancehall Studios. Yeah, so um, he's now taking the reign of the mastering on that track. So we're just kind of re- waiting for him to get that done, and um, it should be released this this month and with their lyric video as well. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! That's super sick. And also, like, and it, it, to me, it's even even cooler. Like, because that guy that he's your new bassist, and didn't you guys only play like one show with him, and then COVID exploded, and then like. Yeah, yeah, dude. That and like, yeah, that, that was a bummer for him. I was like, dude, that sucks. You only got a taste, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, damn, dude. That was a good show too. That was a fun show. Oh really? Wait, what? Uh, what was your last show? It was that one at, at Brooks Bar in Riverside. It was with Iron Rule and uh, crawling through Tardis. I, f- I forget that band's name. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was in Brooks Bar oh, okay. in Riverside. And then um, we had one booked on April 17th, but then that felt, you know, COVID had soon happened after that and we, we had to cancel and stuff. So, Damn, dude. Yeah, because like, and then also it, it's it's really cool that like now that you like, and it's cool that he joined and now you have someone that like has like a recording studio. That's perfect, dude. That That is super oh, sad. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And it makes the the creative process much more fun and easy you know yeah oh, so it's dude. really uh, awesome that he built that studio and and hopefully a lot of um local bands will hit him up and and record because he's really into it dude, hell yeah dude like so, that, so that's, that's a little plug-in for him dance all studios <laughs> if you guys are <laughs> wanting some records hit him up <laughs> heck yeah dude that's so sick and then dude so like what what so do you play any other instruments be, besides doing vocals i used i when i got into music i i played guitar and i have a guitar but i, I barely touch it yeah. <laughs> so now no man, let me just answer that question no <laughs> i wish I, I wish i just write dude that that's so I, I, I do i do a little bit of hip-hop on the side underground but i don't really promote too much of that I just uh, use that uh, opportunity to, to help me write differently. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Dude. Yeah, because I was going to say, I saw something about that, and I was like, oh, what the heck is this? And like, like when you say write differently, is it just because it's like like polar opposite of like hardcore, and it just makes you like get like different ideas for like vocal styles? Or like, what does it do exactly? Uh, for vocal styles, for sure. And then also the um, content, the subject. Oh, okay. Like hip-hop, I get, I get in this persona of, of um of this hip-hop kid you know like of hip-hop hip-hop is i grew up on it and um uh the metal is like where is where i i died for it but yeah i just i don't know it's just a different like character i get in my mind into writing um it's helped me build more confidence in a way too and in, in, in my my hip-hop writing with my hardcore writing you know dude um, yeah so it's really cool it's a cool little experiment something I've been doing since like 2015, I think 2016. So I'm kind of fairly new to doing this hip hop stuff, but I, like I said, I'm really not taking it too serious. I'm just doing it as fun. And, and I love the writing process, man. I love creating. It's, it's just fun. 
Dude, yes. And I see I I again that's something else I love hearing is because like yeah, creating the 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 thing is the best part about it knowing that you have some sort of other outlet just to do it for like fun and also like to make it like to make yourself develop a new like form because like dude, if you wouldn't have done that maybe you wouldn't have done that vocal style for like this certain song that you were doing for traditions or like or like sentient right. or whatever. Like it that's right. fucking sick, right. dude. Yeah, no, thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. Uh, and uh, you're, you're absolutely right. The whole creating process is what's really the genuine part of it all, like the fun part. Playing live is awesome. Yeah. I, I really I love playing live, but being in the room too in the creating process of a song um, or or being sent a song that just was finished, a new song, and then just sitting down and writing something to it, you know, that all it's, it's definitely an uphill battle, but once you break through, did you like you're like damn this song's dope like <laughs> i just wrote something cool <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> dude so, oh, like, yeah. so that's that's really fun dude yeah that that's that's exactly how i feel and I, I bet you anything that's how danny feels because usually we come to him with our music done and he's always like oh well and then it's just like like it's like it's something clicks and he's like oh this is it and then we're all like dude this is dope like so yeah i totally that's know cool. what you mean it's sick dude hey. And congrats on you guys' uh, uh, latest release. Dude, you guys' music is awesome. Dude, thank you. I'm so, I'm so awesome. stoked, dude. Dude, that's what I was going to say. No, dude. Like, what I love your guys' music. Dude. Seriously, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but seriously, your guys' music is like perfect representation of what I listened to back in the day. You guys are like bringing back good experimental chaotic noise, and it's like it's appropriately done. It, appropriately done if that's i just said that right i don't know but it's perfect dude. i love you guys sound dude so keep it up man <laughs> dude that's so, dude that's so cool thank you that's that's so badass to hear and like, like <laughs> dude i love hearing that it makes me so stoked and especially like hearing that like it's something that like 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 say you're saying like bringing it back like that's exactly what we want like we're we're basically Danny and I are stupidly still scene kids and like we love that music still and listen to it all the time and like Riley also loves and then also now Bert like we all collectively love like like experimental metalcore like all that stuff that 2000 like 2006 was like the best year ever and like and so like like no, dude, it was I mean, it was for sure dude hearing that so dope and dude that that's what i wanted to say for you because like your guys is like the like the culture i saw that it has over sixty thousand plays on spotify like dude yeah. what the fuck like how does that feel that's insane <laughs> dude it is insane bro like it, it i look at that sometimes i'm like i'm like wow is that for real <laughs> it, it's like it's it's crazy even to say that because it's like it doesn't really mean much, right? I mean, but at the same time, it does. It means yeah. something. It means it means that that's as much as it's played. People are listening to it. Who, however many people are listening to it for how many times throughout the day. But yeah, man, it's also our part on our part too. Um, we 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 did our part of like put ourselves on a certain playlist. We found the uh, you know the owner of the playlist. We would email them and we would have to pay for it or whatever we did to fucking get on there Heck. and. Um, and then that helped though that helped too to kind of get the word out so um I, yeah i appreciate that for that recognition man thank you for that and yeah it's awesome to, to see that from day to day yeah dude and like and like with that song sp uh, specifically like the be like i also like the the meaning behind it because i feel like that's like basically almost like a, a gateway song like for 
any any person that doesn't understand hardcore or like maybe is like in a way afraid because like if if I were coming in and seeing mosh pits I'd be like dude fuck this like I'm not going to go to that like I'm going to get beat the fuck up and like but like hearing that song like you literally like put it out there saying like yo this is this is a family and like like once you're here like you will feel it and like I yeah. I love that and like seriously if if I know of anyone that's only like strictly listening to hip hop or like rap I'm going to be like yo listen to this song and like this might help you get into the hardcore <laughs> Hell yeah Josh hell yeah bro I appreciate that bro yeah, of course. That's awesome bro um yeah I'm glad you got that from that song cuz that's pretty much what it was it was just an ex my my thoughts and views and opinions about how I grew up in this scene or like, you know, I, I have one sister. Um, I don't have any brothers. And so okay. like, you know, growing up in the hardcore scene, it was like my brotherhood type of community yeah. in a way. So, um, and then also just having to set like another a home away from home, like another family. And cause my, my parents are cool. They're still together and all, but I don't know, man, I just, I felt uh, different and, you know, I connected a lot with the hardcore scene. So, that I had to write a song about that. Um, and that, that was it, you know, yeah. I might, I might, I, I might write part two <laughs> just cause like I, the song's so quick. I didn't really get the point of what I really want to get across, but just the, the, just the basics, I guess was there, you know? And, but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. I just basically want to, I also, I also thought like writing a song like that would help because the way I see hip hop culture is it's hip hop music. They, they treat it as a culture. Like it's yeah, like, yeah. it's, they got the b-boys they got the graph artists they got the djs the mcs and i i see heavy metal and hardcore just the same way you know we yeah. got the um graphic design artists we got the hardcore dancers we got the mcs who are basically the vocalists each vocalist can have their own you know their own thing going with each band and then the band is in, in a way a dj in some sense so <clears throat> So to me, I just thought there was a core. There's some similar similarities there, and I just wanted like I love hip hop, like I said before, and I just wanted to bring that culture side of hip hop into our world of like let's let's treat this as a culture. It's not just a music scene. It's not an underground scene that we treat it just as a phase we go through high school. Because there's a lot of people I talk to like, oh, you listen to the middle stuff still? And it's like I, that was a phase for me. I'm like, yeah, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like, like we're not gonna tell you, like you're gonna you know what I mean? To me, it, it was never a phase. It was actually something I it's a culture you know this is what we live you grow you do wake up you eat sleep hardcore you know it doesn't mean you have to fucking beat up random ass kids but it means that the 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 morals or the i don't know the idea ideologies of like being straightforward and real and cool as fuck and that's you know what i mean that's my culture basically it's this this scene is so Dude. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that. That's exactly like that's exactly what I got from it. And also like I totally know those people for sure. They're always like, Yeah, dude, like that was just like a phase. It's like, well then goodbye. Because like it's like 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 why? Like to me, like dropping out of something is just being like, okay, well th those people were meant to leave then. They weren't meant to be here the whole right. time. Right. And but like when you do find like like people like us, like it's like, well, we're here until like our bones are broken. Like, like we're going to be like falling apart. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I found my home. Once I found, I've stumbled upon 
Fuse TV Sworn Enemy came up on, <laughs> on that TV. I was like, yep, this is what I love, dude. Like, this is the shit. Dude, yes. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. That's so sick. <laughs> Do you remember Fuse TV? Dude, that's that's actually exactly where like I started getting into music. Like I, I started so late, like my, the first time I ever saw I saw like like the offspring on there, and then I saw like a yellow card. <laughs> they're not hardcore, but then yeah. that opened my eyes to music. And then my friend, right, I right. remember my friend's house, and he was like, he was like, "Yo, you need to listen to this song." And he put on 94 Hours" by Azalea Dying, and I was like, "What the fuck Ooh. is this?" Ooh. Yeah, bro, that's a good introduction. Yep. <laughs> even even listening to Osprey, the first other band you mentioned, like that's a good introduction too. Like those bands, you gotta appreciate because that they help us people like you and i to fucking like start digging deeper into in the rabbit hole of this yeah. music so like you know i was listening to um lincoln park Hell and yeah. uh, limp biscuit and corn and um not until like after a while i was listening to those bands my cousin is like oh you like those bands you love deftones and check this song out and oh, bro like, thank god for him because like deftones was you know that was my all-time favorite band but um <laughs> yeah just uh just like we got to appreciate those bands, those earlier bands, because, uh, you know, they kind of helped us find, you know, the whole <laughs> and, and just dig deeper. Yeah, no, dude, totally. And and also like going back to like you were saying, like uh, you might do a part two to the culture, dude, I, I want you to, because especially like, like I, to me, I think that'd be so cool because then you could just like literally expand on your idea. And, and that's another one that like, that's exactly right, yeah. dude. You, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's exactly right. Just because ex- I want to express it in a way the way I just told you how how I really want to treat this this hardcore scene. And yeah. Like I don't know what I don't know what will become traditions, but Sentient is definitely like my baby band, and um, I love both bands, dude. But I, I I definitely want to make a stamp in a way where you know if if you guys notice me, like that's how I'm going to treat everyone. Like family is culture, and this is what it is, and don't fuck with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't disrespect it represent it the correct way and um that's what it is you know so other people that don't get this that don't understand it can can respect us just because we respect ourselves yeah you know what i mean yeah fuck yes dude oh that's so dude that statement right there is so dope <laughs> that is so perfect yeah, i'm tired of the disrespect outside of this a lot of people don't that, that don't understand it's just because they don't understand. They, you know, I get it too. I, when I don't understand something, I, I fucking hate on it too. I guess you know, yeah. I, it's naturally it's, as human beings. That's who, what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. So, but as long as we shine light, if I can help this scene or this culture, like just be represented in a good way and with the respect, that's that's I did my job. You know. Yeah, dude. Dude, that's so. Dude. Okay. Well, th- like, see, I'm I'm glad we like. Okay, well then, w- with that being said, and like how you said, like like your cousin, like showing you, like like Deftones, like who or what, like really got you into music, like the like what was like the first thing that made you think, like whoa, like I need to dive deeper into this. Was it was it Fuse? That's a good question. Um, it's a it's a, a um kind of like certain things. Like um, I saw my cousins, my cousins and my and his dad were they were in the band and um. And they would play like at family parties, like they would play in a band, right? Like someone was a drummer, they had a guitar player, one of my uncles, a couple of my uncles and their friends. And so it started there. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That looks cool. So I was in middle school and I joined band at middle school thinking I was going to have like a cool live real band, but it was just 
you know, brass band, like yeah, the yeah. saxophone and trumpet. So, but I just joined and I learned saxophone for a little bit. And then I, not until I was like, man, this is not what I really want to do. I wanted to play guitar. So I got a guitar after that. And then at the same time, as I was learning to play guitar, that's when I stumbled upon Fuse TV or, or specifically Uranium on Fuse TV. Oh, okay. Like, this yeah. show sounds, this show is crazy. And that's when I stumbled upon as well at the same time off that show on uh, Sworn Enemies music video. And um, at that time, I was already kind of jamming with my neighbor. He had some drums in. I was just playing guitar here and there, learning covers and stuff. And, you know, total garage, age 10, age 11, fucking just fucking around shit. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, and I, I guess uh, at the same time, you know, growing up, I was being shown different music from my cousins. And yeah, I, it's just like I said, it's just a, a number of things that just add, that just build up for me to just have this love for music. Dude. I was into football a lot at that time too, but I don't know, my 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 growth for my love for music just grew 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 so i just kind of gave up on football and just like this is what i'm gonna do dude that's so sick man like that so then, so yeah. then so, I'll, I'll tell you what i'll tell you what that's one enemy music video really really that's to answer your question question specifically i guess that's that's the, that music video hit me like it woke me up and in um uh, it's the song sworn enemy it's you know how it starts sworn enemy. oh yeah sworn oh heck yeah yeah, and then dun, dun, dun. anyways, I was like, damn, this band is sick. What is this? The music video got me pumped and I was like, this is cool. <clears throat> Dude, like and you see that's one of the stories that like I I hope like someone can like like uh, to me like if if someone like for some reason said that about my band, I'd be like, "Dude, okay, well I can quit because this is it." Like someone got inspired by like something right? I've done like that's such a sick thing to know that like you you heard and saw and you were like dude i need to do this like that is oh that is such a cool feeling dude i like even though that they don't know that you just said that i feel like in, in some space and time they're like dude that guy said that that's fucking dope dude like yeah. <laughs> yeah you know and honestly the way you're expressing it too it's like a feeling that i definitely it's a, it's like i the feeling that i don't feel anymore that feeling of like damn that's this is what I'm going to do. Like that was a one-time feeling I got in my life. I feel like, and uh, I'm sure enough, this is all I want to do. I never felt like this about anything else, you know? Yeah, exactly. Dude. And then, so then have you, have you been like, I know you said you started off playing guitar and stuff, but like what made you like, what, how did you transition into vocals? Like what, what made you want to do that? Oh yeah. So (laughs) I was already like in a jam band with that at uh, that point. Um, and then I moved into like, uh, I don't know what it was. This It was kind of middle school, but it was like bigger than middle school. I don't know. It was just in seventh grade. Okay. Uh, what is that? Uh, I think that, I think that's middle school. Uh, is it? Or is it like, yeah, is that it, it is middle school. You're right. Yeah. Seventh grade. Um, and so I, joined a band we were doing like covers we did we made a band to join this talent show and uh, we did a lot of covers but then we started writing originals and um when we started writing originals that's what i was like hey dude what if we start doing little growls as i you know on just choruses i could just growl while i'm playing guitar and then that slowly turned into me wanting to do more and more i that band kind of just stopped we stopped just jamming and then i was asked to join in high school it was like my sophomore year 
this dude hit me up. Uh, he's still a friend of mine now. Um, hit me up. He's like, hey man, I got a I got a metal band with my brother. You wanna you wanna join? I play drums. He plays guitar. I heard you scream. I'm like, I kind of scream. I didn't ever really scream <laughs> for a band. <laughs> I kind of I just did backup vocals for you know. And he's like, I don't care. You just come try out. Then there you go. That's my sophomore year in high school. That was my first band. I started screaming for and I fucking fell in love. And uh, I was like, this is exactly what I like to do. Just rock out and scream. We just act crazy. Heck yeah. And, and, and I just continued hopping into different bands and just building, slowly building my, uh, my, my talent, I guess, or my technique. Dude, that's, dude, that's so cool. And, and to me, like to have someone like come to you and say like, yo, you want to do like that? That seems like such like a, like a, a cool thing to know that like they found you and said like, yo, you want to like even try out like that's it was, so sick. Yeah. It, yeah. Thanks dude. It was actually that talking, talking about it. It is because I knew, I knew his name's Brian. I knew Brian. We played football together and uh, I didn't know he was in a metal band or was into metal at all. So oh, wow. when he came up, approached me, approached me, I was like, wait, you're in a band. Yeah, and me and my brother, we've been jamming for a while. I was like, all right, I heard you scream. I heard you were in Held Down like last year and blah, blah, blah. I was like, the hell? I was kind of confused how he even heard about me. You know? I was like, that's crazy. All right, well, let's do it. I'm so down. And so I took my guitar amp and, and he had a mic, I guess, and I just plugged it in through the fucking amp and that was my PA. <laughs> and yeah. tried out and he's like, can you write lyrics? I'm like... I haven't really tried. I could do it though. I'm sure. And my first set of lyrics were horrible. He's like, dude, <laughs> he's like, dude, I can write lyrics for us. Um, I'm actually working with an English teacher. He's like kind of helping me out, helping me out with my grammar and whatnot. <laughs> and and uh, so I, I ended up not writing lyrics for that man. Cause my lyrics are horrible. <laughs> I was such a noob, I was such a noob. I mean, dude, like, uh, honestly, I just, I love screaming. Cause I just love screaming. Yeah. Um, my writing, I'll be honest, my writing, it, it was a building process. still is, man. I still have a hard time of <clears throat> writing in a, in a way where it doesn't sound first grader, you know? <laughs> I, I totally know what you mean, dude. Like, it's funny because like, whenever I think of, like, lyrics, like, I, I don't understand how, like, Danny does it. He has, like, crazy words and, like, stupid, like, I'm just like, how the, what do you do? And, like, to me like the writing process for like a band yes like thinking of songs is hard but to me i feel like writing lyrics is one of the hardest parts because you have to literally like first of all you're writing words that you are like going to convey to everyone and like that could either be like very like like personal or like deep like some deep thought that you had and like you don't know how people are going to react so like to me like i'm playing drums no one's going to think like oh man he was sad when he wrote that drum part like it's just i'm fucking hitting something like with right vo- right no exactly dude yeah dude and that makes it that just just that right there makes it i don't mean to cut you off sorry bud but that, that right there just makes it a little difficult because i'm sometimes self-conscious of my thoughts dude and like what, what i want to talk about and um I don't know. Sometimes what I think about it thinks it's I think it's like not worthy to be screaming about. <laughs> Dude. But um yeah, it's a hit and miss shit, you know. No, exactly. And like to me, like I, I totally get that. And like from me, from my perspective of not being a vocalist, I'd be like, Dude, fuck that. I'm just gonna write like and if someone wants to like like make fun of me for whatever I wrote, it's like, dude, fuck you then. Because like 
to me, like I wrote this because it meant something to me. And like, I hate to know that like people have those like reservations because it's like, dude, like, but I get it though. 1000% because I know if I was a vocalist and had to write something, I'd be like, well, if I say this, like people may think this and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to write something totally different. Like it's such a, like you said, hit or miss dude. It's it. That's such a, it's a touchy subject, dude. It's also, you know, it helps me to, like, try not to give a fuck at the same time. Like, you know, at the same time, because like, I do think about what others would think about my my writing too much, dude, honestly. Yeah. Um, that's something I'm personally working on to, like, just not give a fuck about that specifically. I don't give a fuck about most things, but there's some things where I'm, like, yeah, a little self-conscious about. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, as a, at the same time, man, there's other people that write lyrics that don't fucking mean shit and i i try to understand like i guess it's just to get the song out or just to get the the flow of the song you know and i'm talking about any type of music yeah um but yeah with with hardcore i don't know man that type of music i'm not saying everything needs to be serious but uh, you know party songs are cool to scream about too don't get me wrong yeah but <laughs> it's just you want to make sure what you're saying is legit nonetheless exactly dude 100 percent, dude yeah i totally agree with that like it's it's it just it's such a like a it's a it's, it's it's a weird subject to hit on technically because like someone like everyone will have a different like answer for it like i don't know either way it's sick like in like Knowing like how you said it, like you're like working on it, like yeah, that's what I would tell like if I were to tell Danny, I'd be like, yo, just like if you feel subconscious about or like conscious about this or whatever, like self conscious. I mean, it's like, dude, but like yeah. you, you had this idea, you actually had the like it thought out, but just because you think someone's gonna think differently, like don't just do it. But then again, I, I, again, I'm going back, like thinking like, but if that were me, I'd be like but I can't because someone's going to think that like, it's just going to, it's such a <laughs> double-edged sword, dude. Yeah, it is, dude. It sure is. That's why, uh, sometimes running lyrics, it's just, I get writer's block often. Yep. Yeah, dude. I, and I get it. And like, yeah, dude, tr- dude. And then also I, I wanted to, like, I wanted to find out like, since like you guys like parted ways with like your old bassist slash clean vocalist. It, are, are you, are you going to take over doing like clean vocals or is it just going to be like straight up screaming for traditions? Uh, no, Tommy's taking over the, the clean vocals. Oh, so in the songs that, so yeah, the songs that Danny previously sang on Tommy's taking over now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to hear it, man. And let us know what you think. Hopefully you guys like it. And, I, I dig it. Tommy's vocals are dope. He's got yeah. clean ass vocals and um, and it's not as high pitched, so it's gonna be a different vibe now when oh, you hear it live. Sick, and, dude! Um, oh, that's sick! I can't wait. Yeah, that's true. So we're, we're writing some new songs. We're um, I'm gonna say some. I guess we're we're gonna be releasing the EP later this summer, and we've been we're working on these new songs. And Tommy's got some dope melodies on some some of these cool new on the you know some of these new songs. So I'm excited to show that shit. Dude, dude, that's so sick. And like just just by 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 saying that, like I'm I'm just I just remembered like I'm still bummed that we weren't able to do that weekend run with you and Marrow. That would have been so much fun. Oh, no. No, dude. You know what? It's still a possibility, dude. Yeah. Let's fucking do it still. Dude, you know? dude. As soon yeah, as just like you, I'm bummed that didn't happen. Dude, it would have been so sick, man. I like dude, pl- like because when we yeah, because 
that wasn't it is it, is it brooks bar the, that's the one with the like the 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 golf course right that's what it is yeah, 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 yeah. Next, we play next to a golf course. Yeah, or more like a. It is a golf course. Yeah, it is a golf course. But the driving range is right next to. That's where what we it play. is. Yeah, dude, that that place is sick, man. I loved playing there. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was awesome that you guys did come out and play and meeting you guys and, um, your guys' setup is all. <laughs> dude, like I'm so glad we're friends because, <laughs> you know, that's what that's what's so beautiful about the music scene. It's like meeting genuine people like you and. uh and then staying connected and you guys create awesome music. So being friends with that, with someone who creates beautiful music is cool as fuck. Dude, exactly. That's why I'm dude. I, I reciprocate that so hard, dude, because it's, I, I love that. And like, and it's so funny because what I've, I've talked to Danny and Riley about this before so much, like, like all of my friends are literally in bands. Like I have like a couple of friends from like high school, like literally probably like, too and like everyone that i call my closest friends are literally just people i've met like either like doing the the couple tours we've done or just playing shows it's fucking sick dude i love this like it goes back to the culture dude it's fuck it's like a fucking family dude and it's so good yeah, exactly man. Yeah, exactly man yeah that's awesome yeah dude and like and dude also i wanted to like ask like so was that band you were talking about when you first screamed? Was that for Cyanide? Uh, no, the first okay. band I screamed for was was called Harakiri. It was a high high school band. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> because like yeah. because I remember seeing like Riley told me like he, when he when he saw like like you were in, from Cyanide, he was like the fuck i used to listen to that ep constantly and like and <laughs> that's so dude that's so cool <laughs> dude and and when he said that i was like i remember seeing that name and then i went on your guys's uh like instagram and i saw that you played up here with like as blood runs black bury your dead stray and the ghost inside yeah. what the yeah, fuck the man? that was a cool show hey crazy story dude i was selling weed at the time and i ended up selling weed to a couple members from blood stand still a couple members from those bands that were there <laughs> no and it was cool dude it was a really cool show um it was a good good times good times dude like how like uh, so okay like uh, since you can you can do both like what uh how do how does the scene compare from then to now like I have no idea because I only went to a couple shows back then. Like not even then. I think my first show was in 07. So like, how, how does it compare playing in like 2020 or, or well, not 2020, 2019 and uh, 2006, dude. This is going to be my opinion and what I've experienced personally. Uh, everyone else probably might have, you know, might disagree, but uh, back then it was maybe because I was younger. It seems it seemed more, for how should I say, like we we've always had to sell. I've always had to sell tickets, man. So there was always that there. Oh, okay. Um, but but it just seemed more active back then and lively. Like kids were really wanting to go to shows. Um, I was a I was a fan of this all the whole the whole time, and I've seen that wave of where people like stopped going to shows or it was different. Yeah. Um. So when Cyanide got done playing, we 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 broke up like a, at a height of our of us kind of like coming up. It sucked, but um, 
I don't know that my like at the, at that time it was just it was it seemed better to, to easy to get some shows going to play on shows to get hopped on and network with different people um because of cyanide I was able to fucking meet Josh who's my guitarist from Sentient he was in Fall Before the Juggernaut at that time and we we were playing shows together quite a few times and you know um we after cyanide broke up we created this other band and but like just like I said just being able to play some shows now and now right now this is funny it's funny you asked this because me and tommy were having a conversation about how like how it is now and it seems to be like that how it is now back in the day when i played like as much as i did with cyanide oh Um, and between that it was kind of weird there's always just who's cool who's got the image um who, who you know and it's still a little bit like that but it's more of now like a community thing i feel like you know there's promoters there's different people who have venues that are willing to help make a show happen um other bands are willing to invite each other and make their own shows happen by just taking the reins themselves and just hitting up the fucking place hey yo can we throw a show here you know um uh i don't know it just seems a little similar as the way it was back then maybe a little bit better Wow, dude! Like it's. It, I'm. I'm glad to hear that because what I. Uh, what I automatically assumed was like it, it was just better back then. Like I know, like MySpace helped like crazy back then, and like I. I totally understand why, but like, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm very glad to hear that it wasn't like, as like, perfect in my head to know that like it's a like almost coming up at the same speed right now, and that that's awesome, dude. Like that, that's that's that right now. Yeah, where it's at right now, it's a great time, dude. Like, um, besides COVID. Yeah, of course, yeah. Where it was before COVID. COVID was fucking beautiful, dude. And uh, I, I, like, even Tommy was, like I said, Tommy and I were talking about it. He was like, dude, it's different. Like, it's starting to be, it's starting to become like it was back then, but better. And so um, just because of the whole community thing, people are willing to work with each other and, like, not step on heads to get on top. I mean, I'm sure that you're going to run into people like that all the time, but majority of the time it doesn't feel that way you know yeah. most of the bands that we met most of the dudes that we met that <clears throat> wanted to play or, or help make a show happen promoters other people that we previously worked with that are now doing other things um they all been cool man it's been, it's been a cool cool ride the past two years <clears throat> dude that's so sick dude like it, like yeah because tradition's only been around for two years so we've been like yeah, I've been actively playing shows for two years like that now. Damn, you guys have... Damn, no way. I thought... I didn't know you guys have been only around for two years. That's ridiculous, man. Actively like that on shows, yeah. But me and Tommy had the band since uh, 2016, I think. But we weren't playing shows till 2019. Wow, dude. Like, so what made you, like, wait that long to play shows? Um, the previous, the original band members, the uh, bass player and the drummer that was, I was the last member to join this band traditions and then the name was created. And, um, but after that, those two members just left. They just stopped showing up or couldn't make, make practice happen. They were too busy with other things. And, uh, to me and Tommy, we were just like, all right, well, let's just move on. Oh, wow. Other members. Slowly but surely, like just kind of building the band up. We almost we we almost didn't make the band happen because it was just like 
troubling to find two members of to help us out to play some live shows. That's ultimately what the goal was to write some cool, fun songs and play some shows. And uh, when that was kind of, we had no end in sight in like trying to get someone to come jam with us. Tommy was like, "Hey, dude, do you just want to like put an end to this and?" And, you know, just move on. I'm like, fuck no, dude. I like what you're writing. <laughs> if, if, if you want, we could just be a studio band. I mean, we could just continue writing these songs and record at home, whatever. Yeah. And someone pops up, someone pops up, man. We'll still fucking, you know, put the word out. And so that's why it took three years for us to finally clear for show. Damn, dude. that, that That's that's cra- crazy. And like that, that's cool because it shows... Like, again, like a dedication and also like knowing that you were like, dude, no, you play six stuff. So like, why would I want to drop this? Like, no, like we're going to go. I like that. That like, like that's much respect to that. That's super sick, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, man, it's like we write this for ourselves and I want to put out music that I like to hear, you know, hopefully other people would like to hear it too. Exactly, dude. And then also like uh, when you were, you were, you brought it up and I want to say, like, talk to you about it, but like, so like sentient, like there's a, there's only a couple like songs on YouTube. Are you, are, are there, are, is there going to be any new music from that? Yeah. So we're in the works for an EP as well this summer. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be busy this year, bro. Sentience <laughs> uh, active as fuck right now. We got two new members that just joined um, this year. So we're finally like that. It's funny. Sentience having a similar story in a way, but um, we've had like five years of that band just being me and my guitars. But anyways, back to your question. Yeah, we're going to release Fractal Infection, our first single. And you heard that. You probably heard that on our YouTube uh, we revamped it because our drummer's in now, Miguel, and he basically redid the drums. Um, and I redid my vocals. I re-recorded vocals. Heck and yeah. so, yeah, it's going to be pretty much a brand new song. Um, and then we're releasing an EP after that, another single, an EP after that. So, yeah, new stuff is coming for sure. Um, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm trying to push the band members in uh, to let's get the shit going let's drop some shit merch is in the works right now and all that stuff so sick dude that's so sick yeah man yeah i'm hoping to fucking we want to play a show this year too so i'm gonna be thank you for bringing up sentient yeah like that that band is gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be another band you'll be seeing me actively hard with so hell yeah dude and like you were you were saying that like that's like your your like baby like what, what why is that one like you're like like one that you like, yeah. What makes it your baby exactly? Um, just to give a little history, because like I said, when when Cyanide broke up, mm-hmm. Josh invited me at the time to join Fall Before the Juggernaut. He had um, kicked out his vocalist, and they needed a new vocalist. He was a fan of me, I guess, and so we just clicked. And I was in Fall Before the Juggernaut for a little bit, um, playing a couple shows with them, and then something happened to. Um, to where our bass player quit. We just had miscommunication. Um, our drummer ended up stopped playing and just the band broke up, right? Um, it's funny, a little side note that Steven, who's in Sentient right now, he was in Fall Before the Juggernaut as well. He's like the last guitar player to join. Oh, and wow. um, and he kind of was hoping, like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, why did it break up? So he was like, <laughs> whatever. He, he had to move on because of the, the band broke up. But me and Josh were stay connected and so 
we were just like, fuck, we should still write music. And I was like, I'm down. And we were still writing little songs here and there. And I was re- recording vocals for some, some songs he had already written. And um, these songs were just super dope, dude. And something new that Fall Before Juggernaut didn't really have before. And we just looked at each other and like, should we just write a new project? Just make these <laughs> like a new band for us? And Heck yeah. Basically how Sentient was born. We went through a couple names, but Sentient was the final name. And that's pretty much why my it's my baby band. Because like, you know, we, we started that together and um been going hard at it for the past six years now now that we have these members it's like it's now feels like a new band now it's like we're starting over and now it's like here we are and this is take us serious now it's not just these little stupid clips of us at the studio and home studio <laughs> just writing shit so yeah that's that's why it's my baby man because it's like uh you know traditions was a at the time when tommy asked me to join he knew i was active with with sentient and I was a little bit actively with Jombie, or I think I just ended with Jombie at the time. Oh. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. So he 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 kind of approached me with the side project idea, and that's how Traditions was created. Wow, dude, that's that's sick. It's funny how side projects always work out, right? They end up being more a little more like successful than yep. the, <laughs> your main. <laughs> 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 that's so awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, and like so, I I know I'm I'm going back, but like the the new single that like uh, traditions is is releasing soon. Um, where did you guys record that at? Was it with your bassist? Yep, yeah, vocals was with my bassist, uh, guitar, bass was all with the bassist, the drums. So we're recording in San Diego at the Rarified Studios with uh, Daniel Castleman. He helped us. We did three. We tracked three drums. Uh, songs that day so gilly worked his ass off that that weekend and uh basically knocked out three songs in one day nice holy shit that's awesome yeah yeah and so we we had those drum tracks um the culture um invade and fp this is the last single that we're supposed to release um we had those drum tracks already recorded and so we just had to go to Dan- daniel's studio and just do our part you know Dude, sick. That's so, do- again, to have a member in the band that is, like, actually, like, have that studio, like, it's it, it's perfect. And also, like, knowing it's one of your members, too, is is even even better because he knows exactly what everyone's going for because that's exactly what he's going for. So it's sick. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep. We're, we all work well together, man, and we all have the same – I uh, we have pretty much similar tastes, and, uh, you know, we work well and just – get ideas crossed and it gets the job done. So I, I like that. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. I mean, with those guys is cool, man. Gilly, Tommy, Dan, they're all unique and dope as fuck in their own ways. And, um, shout out to those guys. And yeah, traditions dope. As, I, I like jamming traditions. Just like, honestly, when that band, when he came, came at me with that band, I was like, bro, you fucking answer my prayers. Like I wanted to just, I wanted to be just in a hardcore band. Cause I've tried all these other bands but never been in like in the hard just straight hardcore i guess it's a little metalcore sometimes there's some riffs that tommy writes but point is it's just straight straightforward and hardcore and i you know so that's why i love jamming to it heck yeah dude okay dude and like i just thought of this but like this question but like uh, i know i 
I don't, I, I love doing it, but like, do you ever like literally like listen to your own bands and think like, oh fuck yeah, like this is, this is what I did and I, and you actually enjoy it or are you, cause I know a lot of people will be like, uh, I, I write it, but I just never go back to it because it's like, I already, I already wrote it. I know I listen to my own band because I'm stoked and knowing that it's, I did it is even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those people that don't listen to their own stuff is trips me out. Like I, I, I I listen to it in many different ways. I analyze it or I yep. try to listen to it in a third person way where I'm not the person who's, you know, wrote the song. I'll, uh, I'll just, I sometimes jam the whole fucking EP while I'm working out at the gym, man, just because yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah. So I do listen to my own stuff. I kind of, like I said, might mainly really analyze a lot. And like, Oh, I still think about some, some takes where I'm like, yeah, I could have done a little bit better there, but it is what <laughs> it is, you know, and learn from that and try to, better next time dude exactly but like what like what like one of my like my favorite vocalist josh scoggin says like we're humans playing human music so like it was it was you you, like you said like analyzing your own thing like yeah like you might have been able to do better but in that moment that was it so like that's sick and like and like how you said the next time will like then knowing that you'll probably even push yourself even harder for the next recording so that's what i always think about Good point, man. A good point. Yeah, it's a good idea to, to have because uh, it is a capturing that moment of, you know. And, yeah. And, it's a, and so I appreciate that yeah. <laughs> for what it is. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. And then, like, so, like, like I know you you were talking about, like, your, your hip-hop project, but, like, like, about, like, you said, like, it's basically, like, almost, like, in a way, like, a release for you to, like, try different things. Like, like, what, like, what? man like i know you like you like hip-hop and stuff but like how did you come to like know that you could actually like do it or like did it take a different sort of confidence because like you had been screaming before but like how was it to step into the booth not screaming and doing it in in like a in that type of like i can't think of it like cadence or like like singing exactly yeah no i know what you mean no yeah you're right um Good question, dude. Ah, oh, fuck, man. I w- my buddy, I have to shout out to my my homie Steven. Um, he's the guitarist of Sentient. Uh, that's kind of uh, it's unofficial right now. I just I made it official. <laughs> but it, we're gonna take promos. We're about to take promos anyway. So, but whenever this podcast comes out, I'm sure people are gonna find out anyway. Um, but my homie Steven, dude, like he's uh, we we created a project called uh Drez and nash so i'm Drez. he's nash steve nash he goes by that with his uh, production uh he, he makes beats as well on his own oh cool so he's a producer and he's a guitarist so he's like a talented motherfucker um and so he approached me one time he's like hey dude i know you constantly do music and stuff you're always active like do you want to try hip-hop i'm just doing a little hip-hop project and i've been making beats um and it's gonna be different it's heavy style beats I'm mixing hardcore music and making them, I'm sampling, sampling them and looping them and making my own beats out of it. I was like, what? Sure. <laughs> I'm down with that. That sounds, so he ended up showing me like he, he sampled a poison, the well guitar riff and he kind of looped it. I made yeah. a beat out of it and I was like, dope, this is cool. So, um, he kind of, helped me build my confidence. I was always writing and I was trying to, I had a friend back in the high school who was recording 
recording hip hop and I, I would write with him. And uh, I don't know. I just felt uncomfortable. I was never able to record. Yeah. But with Steven, when he approached me, I just felt like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm going to try this again. I'm going to, I'm going to do this and take it more serious with my writing. And, and I know I could do this. I know I'm not a natural MC or a spitter or a rapper. Okay. I, I know I love this. I love this hip hop music. And I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to represent it. Right. Respect it and do what I do best in my way with this. Heck yeah. And so um, working with him, just kind of build my confidence. And so when I was in the booth, he, he just, he built me up, man. He like worked on the cadence. Um, he accepted lyrics. I, I wrote down and yeah, it was just, it was definitely a different approach. He, he helped me find my character or my tone. You know, I'm still till this day, I'm still trying to figure out my tone into in, in the hip hop stuff. But um, it's funny how there's tone hip hop, but uh yeah, he's just he's he's the one. Shout out to Steven, man. Um, Steve Nash, he's fucking helped me uh, build my confidence through that. Damn, dude, like that, that's sick. And like uh, to me, like I feel like that would be such a like a, a nerve wracking thing, especially. But like when you have someone like that to like help build you up, basically in a way, like be the hype man, like to like be like, yo, dude, you got this. Like that's what you need. And especially like I, I don't know, like I feel like going from screaming to that would be so polarizing. It would just be like, Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like, like behind screen. I felt, yeah. I felt, I felt like, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I felt like I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, like, am I meant like, can I really do this? Or am I really a musician? Like <laughs> <laughs> started like self myself and you can't think like that, man. You gotta be just, you know, you can do some, you know, if you, know, if you imagine yourself doing it, you know, you can do it. Just do, just attempt and work yourself up to it you know heck yeah dude dude I, I i love i love that that's i that's that's the type of thing that i want anyone to like hear like that is exactly what everyone should feel like if like dude if you if you want it if you if you like can just push for it dude like it will like it can like come to fruition and that's that's so sick dude yeah exactly dude like stuff earlier you want to do that like you totally could and if you're if you find it in a way to where it should be fun you shouldn't find it in a way where it's like a uh, dragging thing you yeah. know so i'm glad you found a podcast where it's making you like well you know because it's good for you man yeah dude heck yeah that's so sick dude like dude okay so i got two more questions for you so All right. so Choose whichever band, but like, uh, if your band was a TV show, what show would it be? <laughs> like, what show would it be about? Or no, no, like, like if your band was literally like a TV show, like for like, it's a weird question, but like, if like, would you say like your band is The Office? Is your band like Always Sunny in oh, Philadelphia? I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, fuck, man. <laughs> Damn, dude. You know what? Sentient is like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, uh, I don't know. I, like you may, Most people may not get that, but for me, I just see I see us like that. <laughs> That's amazing, um, dude. Traditions. I don't know, man. We, we, cool, cool if I, can't, I don't know. I don't have a show for them. I'll be honest. I don't watch a lot of shows anymore. 
dude, don't watch any much TVs. Dude, it, it's all good. Like, trust me. Like, the, like I thought of that, and like I've had other people say, like, "Yo, I don't watch TV," and, and it's funny. I don't either. And like, so like whenever I ask that, I'm like, <laughs> it's like very hypocritical because if someone were to ask me, I'd be like, "Dude, I don't fucking know." Like, I. I it's like something from way back when I was a kid, I'd probably be like, Oh yeah. Pokemon. Like, that's all I know. Like, like, but like, yeah, dude, that's yeah. so sick. Or, or you know what? Better sentience workaholics, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're always just getting stupid high and acting, just being stupid. <laughs> that's so Talking sick. about stupid random shit, dude. Oh my God. If you could be in a practice space hearing me talking with these guys, like damn, <laughs> that's so sick, dude dude it's funny dude yeah okay so the last one so like i like to end it like this so like so what's the best show that you've ever played and then give me the worst show you've ever played um, 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 um. damn there's a lot of good shows i kind of want to do something that's recent like i would say the brooks show was the most recent best show i played but there was one show when i was in zombie that we played Summer Slaughter and Whoa, damn. The second, the second, yeah, the second stage was like on the entrance into the main stage. So you're like so happy to see who's on the second stage and if you want to stick around, you can stick around. Um, that was a pretty good show because we ended up, I don't know, catching a lot of attention at that time. So people were just checking us out and I saw like a sea of heads and I'm like, fuck, there's at least, I don't know, fucking 200 people there, maybe what? 150. Oh, it was dude. like it was a lot for me. You know what I mean? That's sick. So that was one of my best shows. And then the the worst show. Um probably a worst show was in Paris with the same band Jombie at that time. And we fucking were this they set up this huge fucking stage. <laughs> and they're like and like the promotion for it was whack as fuck. Um and there's only like literally maybe 15, 10 people there, and the show was at a parking lot, and it was, the stage was huge, like a band's uh, warp tour stage <laughs> setup. Oh, man. Um, but it's not worth it because, like, we're playing for the people we brought, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that time, it was the worst show ever. I felt like that we played. We did get paid for it, but it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> I like <laughs> to know, like, for anyone out there that's uh, that's listening, that's like, when a band says it wasn't worth it to get paid, then you know it was fucking bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, thanks, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Just give us your money, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, dog. Dude. Well, dude, thank you so much for like coming on. This has been so fun, man. Yeah, no, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate this. I don't do this much, so it's like it's kind of nervous at first, but you made me feel comfortable, and it was like talking uh, over the phone with you, dude. So it was this was awesome. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Yeah, this is really unique. Of course, dude. That's so fucking cool. Well, dude. Okay, what I'm gonna do is uh, have a say a fake goodbye, stop the recording, and then I'll talk to you right after this. Okay. All right, dude. We'll see you later. All right, brother. Uh, well, you have a good time, and I'll catch you around soon. You're here, so that must mean the episode is over. 
But guess what? Having Drez on was so freaking dope. It was it was so much fun because like this is like the first time I've ever really sat down and was able to talk to him, and it was it was so cool like hearing all of the all like where, where how he was doing it, and how he started everything. It was it was sick. And also Traditions is so sick. Please go check them out. And Sentient, please like I can't wait till they have new music. Oh, it's gonna be so sick. But uh, uh, thank you so much for coming on, dude. It was so much fun, man. Like again, it's just so cool that I'm I'm doing this podcast. I get to talk to so many people that I I just actually get to talk to them. It is it's such a it's it's so rewarding to me. So I'm stoked that like people are having fun listening to it and I hope everyone's enjoying it. I I I know I am every single time. Every single episode has been such a freaking blast. So thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for tuning in if this is the first time and guess what? Thank you for listening and hope you have a good breakfast or whatever you're eating. Well, I don't understand why I always say everyone's eating at the end of these, but uh, guess what? I'll catch you on the next episode. Goodbye.